0: What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? Putting America first, second, and third. Here is your host,
1: Michael Rivero.
2: And welcome back to our show, hour number two. We have open lines, 512-248-8252, and we're going to go to Alex in Canada. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind?
3: Hi, Mike. I'm talking about Bitcoin. When Bitcoin first came out, it was... uh... I, I got interested in it because of the privacy of the transactions. I thought uh-huh. it would be a good bet. And I said, how much are they? And they were a dollar. It was a dollar of Bitcoin. And I said, well, that doesn't make sense like entirely. How many are they going to issue? Are they going to issue a million, two million, ten million? And a lot of people were asking that question. And the people that pervade over it said, no, they were going to limit the number that they released.
2: Well, they, the they, they don't issue Bitcoins. Bitcoins are generated with uh, you know uh, computers running uh, what I think may be a uh, public key breaking algorithm.
3: Well, back in the day, you could buy Bitcoins for a buck apiece. And now, well, and you then can still buy over,
2: Bitcoins for cash now. Not for a dollar. So they went from a dollar. No, no, to I, I realize the, they've, they've gone up in value uh, tremendously. They went to $40,000. Which has yep. to be the biggest Ponzi
3: scheme that's ever been perpetrated.
2: It does there, have the smell of tulips about it. The
3: whole thing about about the, the mining is a crock. All all the computers are doing is factoring prime prime numbers. They're just doing yeah. Factors that's on why huge I think numbers. what
2: they're really doing is uh, they're they're crowdsourcing cracking of public keys.
3: I don't think they're doing anything. I think they're just justifying justifying their existence really. They they just okay. issue these tokens, and they went from a dollar to forty forty or fifty thousand dollars, and that yes. is just that smacks of Ponzi. They're paying out they're paying out the money now with the money they got in in the past, and somebody got really rich. The early buyers. Imagine if you had a thousand bitcoins that you bought for a thousand dollars back in the day.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's it, Mike. All right. Thank you very much for the phone call, 512-248-8252. Peter in California, welcome to the show. What's on your mind?
4: Yeah, hi, Mike. I just uh, wanted to comment on, you were talking about the bach uh, situation and how uh, that's starting to unravel, why that's such a key position. And if you want to harken back to the Battle of the Bulge in December of 1944, uh, and why Bastogne, the city of Bastogne, which is so famous for the 101st Airborne, yes. uh, the siege and all that, why that had to be held was it was a hub for seven different roads.
2: And, yes.
4: Uh, Bakhmut know, they, is pretty they, much they, uh, the same thing. Uh,
2: they, they've they got three major rail lines and a bunch of highways converge on that.
4: Same thing with Bakhmut, exactly. And so it, so if if Russia, once Russia takes Bakhmut uh, for, for good... We have a highly mobile Russian army, right? Yes. With plenty of trucks, plenty of tanks, plenty of helicopters and, and so on and transport uh, against a highly immobile Ukrainian army. And once they get past that 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 uh, intersection of all the rail and roads, they can fan out. And, and there's no way that the immobile, lacking in armor, lacking in artillery, lacking in everything, transport, mm-hmm. can can then... Uh, uh, it, it, you know, it's like the finger. It's, it will take more more fingers than you have to plug the dice, right? Uh, yeah, and I, will, and I see the go. analogy. Yes, and so that, that's what's uh, that. That's what the key thing uh, uh, is there. And I, I also wanted to point out that that uh, that we seem hell bent on picking a fight with China. We have generals saying we're going to be at war with them in two years, and active generals saying that, and uh, doing everything we can with, uh, you know, McCarthy going there and everybody going there and just ramping all that up. I read something the other day, Mike, and uh, and it was in 1945 when the United States outproduced the the rest of the world put together yes we about 50 percent of all manufacturing in 1945 was was the united states uh and we had a population of 140 million people and uh you know how hard we've had uh you know manufacturing getting getting things up it takes a long time to get like for instance artillery ammunition ramped up you have to you know Get the approvals, get the money appropriated, uh, expand the factories, uh, uh, rearrange new suppliers and increase suppliers and subcontractors, and uh, even the even the, the transportation nodes to get it in is a factor. Then you have to train the workforce, and all that's very time consuming. And and uh, uh, I want to point out that in the Second World War we gave russia 12,000 tanks yes. which is 10,000 more than we have in the whole united states inventory right now and we produced over 60,000 tanks and and we gave russia 400,000 trucks uh and you know i doubt we could come up with that now even uh, uh the the other thing is china we're 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 dead set on 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 taking on china and here's a, the rule of thumb is that a modern industrialized uh, uh, nation can only mobilize, at full mobilization, one in ten of its population before it eats into uh, uh, eroding the production of, of what they can do, the max production. Uh, You're beyond answers, that. Yes. You know? So, <laughs> so uh, during World War II, when, when we produced less than we do now, by the way, manufacturing, we, our, our gross manufacturing adjusted for today's dollar against back then. You know, you know, we led the world in steel and oil and shipbuilding, everything else, right? Uh, yep. we, we produce less, even though we've got more than twice the population. And, and we mobilized 89 divisions, a division roughly being 15,000 people. That yes. was 89 divisions. The Russians mobilized, you know, like 500 uh, even back then when their population was 180 million we we met, well, our production was so prolific back then again less than it is now uh that we we produce enough uh material to equip 700 divisions. Not just the 89 that we actually had, but the British, the Free French, the Chinese, all the stuff I told you we gave to the Russians. You know, all these other allies were being, you know, just, uh, they were the, uh, uh, getting just massive amounts of, of our manufacturing. So the, the interesting thing I heard was, we produced enough uh, back then to do 700 divisions You know, and now the 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 statistic I heard was that China now has enough manufacturing uh, that that you could they do double what we did in World War
5: II, double
4: what we did in World War II with a population of what one point three billion or whatever it is, and and, and and think of it if we could. You know, mobilize 700, or produce enough for to equip 700 divisions, and they can do twice that now 1,400 divisions. Yep. Right. And by the way, these are these are these aren't these aren't uh, trans guys. You know, these are these are Chinese soldiers. Right. <laughs> these aren't guys joining up to get a, a sex change. Uh, yeah th- that's that's ridiculous a fact well I to think seen, that we can go with them Mike
2: I've seen videos of the Chinese military training, and boy, it is tough and uh, uh, but you, you're absolutely right. but I think you know uh, these numbers are meaningful in a ground war, and i I think you know washington d c is thinking uh, you know more air war, space war naval war, and again, I think their ace in the hole is going to be biological weapons that may be ethnically sensitive.
4: I think that's probably true. I think that's, I, think that's, I know you've been saying that for about a year. I think that's valid, frankly. Mm-hmm. However, right now what we're looking at in Ukraine is the fact that the entire West NATO and the United States and Canada can't come up with enough production to match what the Russians alone are doing. Yes, we're doing 10 tanks here, 50 tanks there. We're going to give them a couple hundred, but it's going to be in a year and a half. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's, we have allowed our manufacturing uh, capability to, to just completely atrophy.
2: Yeah, uh, we started seeing that back in the 80s. Uh, well, even earlier than that, when, uh, you know, all the uh, automobile makers started opening factories in foreign countries, and uh, our factories just fell into ruin. Uh, the machinery was sold off. It's not like you could go into those buildings, flip a switch, and start producing, uh, you know, military vehicles. I mean, uh, to, to retool, uh, you know, uh, up to that level of manufacturing capability is going to take years.
4: Yeah, like 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 maybe 10 years
2: yeah easily. uh and, and and it's it's, it's really it,
4: we're really behind the eight ball so but but we're going to lose countries like and and like the ukraine there's no way that we're going to be able to it was short of nuclear weapons that the ukraine is going to exist well, a year that, from today
2: i'm very concerned that you know some hothead is going to say well yes we've you know for a, god america and you know <laughs> Left extremism. We, we, we send the nukes.
4: Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah that's a real or the bios that you're talking about.
2: Well, it's you interesting, know, I humanity is in the the future of humanity is in the hands of whichever world leader is the least mentally stable. And Biden ain't looking too good these days.
4: Yeah, you've been saying that for years too, Mike, and that's yeah. absolutely true. But one one more thing, Mike. Did you see the thing that they had? Uh, an article, I think it was a U.S. News and World Report. And I think I, I sent it to you, but you probably already seen it, where, where the U.S. the Pentagon is now admitting that it's not 26 bio labs that we finance in the Ukraine. It was 46, and they admitted to it.
2: Oh wow!
4: Did you see that?
2: No, I didn't, and uh, but uh, I'm not surprised. And I'm sure it's not just Ukraine. We know that the U.S. has been funding uh, biological warfare labs uh, all over Africa, you know, because uh, nobody's really paying too much close attention. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I really do Taiwan think World too. War III, sure it, it, I think World War III. is going to be fought with germs rather than nukes. Because, you know, if if you kill up a population with germs, then all that infrastructure, the buildings and everything, that it's all ready to use. You don't have to rebuild it.
4: Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Excellent point. Anyways, my, that, that's that's my, my thing for the day. Thanks very much for your help. All
2: right. Thank you for the call. We're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind?
6: Hey, Mike, uh, according to the Times, the U.K. Times. And, and by the way, uh, when you spell times backwards, it says see, Mike. <laughs> yeah. The,
7: uh,
2: yeah. OK.
6: No, that's going to make my point. I'm going to make my point in a second. You know, I don't try to bash people like that, but, I mean, the dots connect so so far and vast. I looked up this. okay, to the Times, they said they got a yacht uh, under investigation by the German government. They said they found signs of, ex- or residue of explosives on it. And yeah. And to belong to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a plant to me. But I think too yeah, should just "Okay, it's the oligarchs. They're just start shooting oligarch yachts. Let's start sinking them. Let's they, see what happens. Because these people never get their hair mussed. They, they send hundreds of thousands of goys to die, and, and these people, the, the Rothschilds, they, they never got hurt during World War II. And uh, it, it's just disgusting, you know. But this this uh, Jankowicz woman." who uh, the dissentful the, the czar, and you said she studied at the Wilson Center. And, you know, uh, Representative Jane Harmon of California, she resigned in disgrace because she was negotiating with Mossad for a high-level appointment in the government. Yeah. Uh, do you recall that? I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Well, so did, yeah, so she left Congress uh, basically a spy, and then she became head of the Wilson Center. <laughs> so, so she becomes a, a head of a major the policy think tank in Washington. All right. And then, uh, you go to Merrick Garland and he prosecuted Oklahoma city, uh, case. And, yep. and we know about, the uh, police officer, Terrence Yankee this black yep. man. who was murdered. That's right. He was going to blow the whistle and he was found in the field, tortured and, and murdered. Okay. And there's all sorts of sketchy things. The SPLC had people in Elhamene city, you know, and, uh, on and on. Well, I got to get to my point here. And, and so well, you know, got the guy who cycle.
2: founded and was running Elohim City was exposed as an FBI uh, informant.
6: All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Yep. And then uh, you've heard of Cass Sunstein under Obama. He basically had the same. It just wasn't official title as this information's are. And he wrote a white paper stating that we have to infiltrate, cognitively infiltrate the nine eleven truth movement. And, and yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, these people, they try to mind-screw, you control the narrative. And Chuckie Schumer yesterday, he showed his colors. Yeah. A disgusting rat. He's a rat. He's a rat freak. I mean, this is a criminal government. And Cass Sunstein's wife is Samantha Power, who now heads the USAID. Before that, she was the war hawk there, uh, U.S. ambassador to the U.N. All right, you want to go to 9-11? The executive director is Philip Zelikow. He was a professor— and his specialty was the creation and maintenance of public myths. And uh, it was said that he wrote the 9-11 uh, final report before the the, the uh, committee had even had a chance to finish their work. Yeah. And so he, you know, I, I got some more names, but I'm going to stop here. This is a Jewish mafia that's taking control of our country, and, and, and they're disguised as professors, as, as, as think tank heads, as uh, lawyers, and uh, it's just, uh, it, it's an infestation. It's an infestation. It, it's just like, it, now, if it was Italians, we all know about it, you know? And the thing is, Trump, yeah, he was Zionist, and he would do some things that I didn't agree with, for sure, like like moving to the embassy in Israel, to Jerusalem, and and uh, killing that, that Iranian general. But he got in the way of it. And, and his supporters, I think the main thing is they hate his supporters. His supporters are white middle America. And they hate Russians. They hate Russians with a passion. And so you have that crossover there. They're at war with us. That's the same way they're at war with with the Russian people. And it's just a point I I think that needs to be made because it's not getting out.
2: Okay. All right. That's what I had. All comment? right. Well, thank you, thank you very much for the phone call here. Uh, we have open lines 512-248-8252. two four eight eight two five two. We're going to go to Steve in West Virginia. Steve, I may have to take you through the next commercial. What's on your mind?
7: Yeah. Hi, Mike. Listen, I got a couple things. Uh, the first thing is with J-, uh, J B Morgan Chase. You know, they've been mentioning you know this stuff about Epstein and all this stuff, and you know J P Morgan Chase is terrible. Uh, they're uh, you know they they rig the silver markets, the gold markets. They're terrible, but uh, J B. Morgan Chase is tied in with the Fed, and the Fed's moved to keep these these rates really high, which is good, and it's good because what it what it does is it makes it to where uh, war funding is really expensive, and it it also makes it to where you know people can't borrow any money. Uh, in this in this climate right here, uh, and put us underwater any any worse than we are now. And uh, there's J.P. Morgan. There's uh, I even think Goldman Sachs is with the Fed. You know, and what it really is 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 uh, like I told you a couple days ago when I called in is is there's a war between the Davos uh, people and and the United States the the you know our central bank. And the Davos people want to come out of this thing uh, with Europe in control of uh, you know the, the the reserve currency, and uh, the United States is going to be reduced to a third world country. Well, how yeah, we're and, and, well on our way. Yeah, but we're, if you look at Europe, Mike, Europe is in worse shape than us. If you if you look at the average European, they have way less. They have less money, and they have way less stuff. They have smaller houses, less possessions. Trust me, I go over there every year, sometimes twice a year. Europeans are nowhere near as wealthy as Americans. Canadians are nowhere near as wealthy as Americans. Um, You know, they they eat cleaner and fresher food, and that's about it. But everything else, uh, you know, uh, we got them beat. I'm telling you that right now. I mean, the average European has one car. Uh, most Americans have two and three cars.
2: Uh, um, I only got one car.
7: Well. <laughs> okay. All right. Well,
2: listen, uh, Steve, i uh, going to let you go here now. we got to take yeah. a break for commercials. Uh, 512-248-8252, and we'll be right back.
8: That's naturalearthmedicine.com.
9: 8214. Ask about our one ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one tenth ounce bars. And don't forget for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD,
3: 602-799-8214.
5: Corporations, Wall Street and the banks rule our politicians. They don't deserve our and they tell us The banks are too big to fail When the banksters all need
2: to be in jail And welcome back to our show here. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, he Mike. Good day to you.
10: Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Mike, it's on my mind today. Um, so, uh, I, I hope to talk about this a little bit today on your show, Mike, with other uh, other callers. Uh, did you see the video of Chucky Schumer today, Mike?
2: Uh, the one where he, where Mike, he's having his meltdown on the floor and screaming about Tucker Carlson. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, I did. Um, okay, you saw that, Mike. You
10: know what that's signaling to me? It signals to me that Israel is telling Schumer what to do,
2: and Schumer is taking orders from Israel. Does that, does that not
10: tell you the same thing, Mike?
2: No, uh, it doesn't. Uh, what it tells me, I mean, all this uh, Sturm and Drang and hysteria uh, is telling me that Tucker Carlson is over the target.
10: Well, he better be. He definitely, Everybody watching over, be careful watching over himself. His yeah, I, I, like, yeah you're right. I'm sure
2: he's already aware of that.
10: Yeah, Mike, but, you know, here's here's the situation with this you got this Mitch McConnell, whose wife's married to a Chinese, whose father was a Chinese Communist Party member, Mitch McConnell. you got you got this Schumer. Hey, Mike, it looks too uh, uh, telegraphed that Schumer is basically taking orders from a, another government. Because look at the illegal
2: immigration in this country.
10: And Schumer hasn't.
2: Okay, Tom, we he seem to be, have be having paper. some problem with the connection here. And, <clears throat> you know, why are oh, you getting the wires at your end? Uh, you know, I think what's going on right now is, um, uh, you know, the, the U.S. government is realizing they are in serious trouble uh, because all of the lies they have been telling us for the last several years are unraveling all at the same time. The COVID hoax is unraveling. The climate hoax is unraveling. The benefits of the open border is unraveling. And now the January 6 hoax is all unraveling. And uh, they're in panic mode. And uh, I think that uh, is basically what Schumer uh, illustrated with that hysterical meltdown on the floor of the uh, the uh, the the Senate, or I'm sorry, the um, uh, floor floor of the Congress. Well, absolutely, Mike. And you know,
10: I don't believe Mitch McConnell's going to win again. I guarantee, if he runs for Senate, he will not win that old turtle imbecile.
2: Uh, I'm seeing that already on social media. Him. You know, people from his uh, district are saying, you know, uh, he's an embarrassment and he's got to go.
10: Yeah, he's not going. He's not going to last uh, as a senator. And as Tom Tillis is another sellout. They all want amnesty for all these illegal aliens, Mike. It's, it's shameful. And, you know, I, I just got to bring back something that was said yesterday on your show with uh, Marco. Marco hit it right, Mike, because Marco's right. The last 40, 50 years these people have been coming in this country, they don't care about our government. They don't care about white Caucasian culture. They could care less. They don't care about the founding fathers. They don't care about nothing. Mike. Matter, matter of fact, Mike, I don't know if you're aware of this, but they had a survey in the Miami Herald in the Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel like about four or five years ago, I I remember reading that, it was in the Sunday paper, and they said three out of ten people that migrate right, were migrating from Cuba and Venezuela still have communist communist leaning tendencies. They're still communists, Mike. Three, yeah. three out of so, uh, thirty out of a hundred of these uh, Cubans or uh, Venezuelans, they still want to uh, believe in communism. So why are they bringing them here? Why Marco is right on the money. These Cubans will come. And Mike, I tell you, I don't care what you. I know you're thinking I'm a crackpot sometimes. I watched the movie Red Dawn again. Did you watch Red Dawn any time recently, Mike?
2: Uh, No, I saw it once a long, long time ago, and frankly, I was not impressed. Well, you know what,
10: Mike? You know what? It's kind of a corny movie. I'll admit that. But, you know, there's a lot of great things in that movie. And they're talking about how the southern border was going to be breached. If you listen to the guy, the the guy, he was a helicopter pilot, whatever, the fighter pilot got shot down. He's telling all the young kids, hey, they're gonna. They're, they've been trying and They've been doing this for so long. They want to invade at the southern border, the northern border. And, and, they, and in the movie, I tell you, that movie is way ahead of its time. I got to admit that Patrick Swayze was way ahead of his time in that movie. There's no question. Well, about
2: it. you know, I, I viewed it as uh, blatant uh, anti-Russian propaganda, and I know Patrick Swayze uh, did a really good job on it. Uh, you know, um, I, I wor- worked with him briefly, and uh, he was a really nice guy. I was sorry to hear about his passing. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was, I
10: thought the movie is uh, corny, but I thought that he had a lot of great points to it. So well, I can't say, you know, other than the fact that this. Really, the way it was portrayed, Mike, it really could happen. It's, it's basically how it's going to happen here in this country. That's what's basically gonna ha- how this country is going to fall.
2: And, uh, well, I don't think we're going to see paratroopers coming from the skies, uh, but uh, definitely we're seeing, you know, uh, an attack on our demographic makeup. Uh, we're seeing an attack on our economy with all of these uh, empty mouths coming across yep. the border. And, uh, yeah, yep. it does look like uh, the government or some you know, global authority wants to replace uh, smart, intelligent, critical thinking white people with easily led, uh, you know, non-whites. Yeah, yep.
10: Well, OK, Mike, I'll let you go. Thanks for taking my call. But I just want to say this uh, to, uh, to the uh, caller in Canada. He was right on that money, too, about Fauci. Fauci should be tried, ordered, and he, he should definitely be held in tr for treason, what he's done, and the murderous uh, – uh, Oh, nonsense, this guy's gotten away with. Fauci is a criminal, he's the highest paid official in the government. This guy's making more money, twice the money as the president of the United States.
2: Fauci. Yeah, he is. How's that, All right, well, Tom, a as a matter of fact, Marco is next up after we come back from these words from our sponsors.
0: truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth
11: Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic most basic diseases are caused by yeast in the gut and metals in the liver and we all have a bit of both The garlic in Extendivite has a yeast-killing effect in the gut while also helping the sulfur enzyme in the liver get rid of the metals. Extendivite just may improve your overall health. Products like Extendivite are the only way we are going to get our society healthy. And if you're waiting for the government and pharmaceutical care to solve your health problems, you're going to have a long, disappointing wait, I think. Extendivite is a complete formula for extended life in the new millennium. 80 can be the new 60. ExtendoVite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life
12: with ExtendoVite.
1: In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat. And radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home. The Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the Wood Stove Tax Credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream, or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1 866 Soapstone. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, All you have to worry about is what's for dinner.
0: What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here is your host,
1: Michael Rivero.
2: Welcome back to our show here. We have open lines, 512-248-8252, and we're going to Marco in Alabama. Hello, Marco. Welcome back to the show. What's on your mind?
13: Good afternoon, Michael. First and foremost, you know, I want to apologize if I come off, you know, as defeated. I am not defeated. You know, I look at this situation and I sit here and I see, you know, astonishing finds like what we had from Mr. Redfield today. And I just don't understand, dude, how our Senate, dude, doesn't just collapse on this guy and arrest him. I don't know how our military doesn't collapse, dude, on Fauci and arrest him. I mean, when these the bombshell... You know revelations after revelations, after revelations that have vindicated all of us and 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 you know nothing seems to happen. You know, it's like you know you just you just feel down because you're so angry that you want to evangelize to everybody you know on this continent and scream from the rooftop, you know we were right and and you know, and we understand you know what's going on in this country, dude, is bad you know, that a lot of leaders have gotten away with, you know, selling this country out for decades. And now when it's come time to to pay the piper, you know, these, these people were like, well, you know, you can't sit here and and hold this against me for what I've done 25 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, and things like that. You know, you know, I admit that, you know, America is like in stage four cancer, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and, you know, Things are going to be bad for a very long period of time and things like that. But it's just frustrating beyond words, you know, how, you know, these people, dude, you know, aren't getting swarmed upon, you know, how they stonewalled us for three years on COVID and, and how they've you know gotten away, dude, with, you know, you know, at least injuring probably, you know. Fifteen to twenty million Americans. I mean, if the European model do this correct, where they sat there and say some of the things, you know, with their um, their efficacy, you know, broadcasting network and things like that, where you know they can report through the damages and all that stuff, how these people got away with this for so long, and how you know we can't, we're not entitled to a dime or anything like that. I mean, I just wanted to apologize to you. I'm not, I'm not defeated. I'm not defeated mm-hmm. in the least bit. I mean, we are winning. You are right from that standpoint. But what I'm trying to point out to you is the same thing, you know, that Tom was talking about with, you know, the movie, you know, that he was talking about, you know, the the poor, you know, the poor video graphics and things like that do take away from the fact that what this movie was trying to tell everybody is that, you know, because of our, you know, uh, selflessness and our inclusion of everybody, not everybody that comes here you know, is, is here to, to be a part of us. They waited until they got here in mass. And now that they're at the point where they're at, you know, now the true agenda is coming out. You know, the Reconquista of America, you know, and all the other ethnic ethnic groups anger with America. And, you know, a lot of us are good people. And a lot of us, do, you know, are just trying to live our lives. But when we sit here and we see, dude, that, you know, these migrant groups that have taken our You know, kindness for weakness and and, and this whole America's a melting pot, this failed multicultural experiment, dude, that's destroyed Europe and it's destroyed most of the world. And the whole idea, dude, of of economic and social and and humanitarian globalism, dude, which is a lie, dude, in itself, dude, because, you know, you have to bankrupt the third world in order to drive these people here. It's a push-pull migration that Tom always talks about that Tom, you know, always tries to get through. But a lot of these people, dude, aren't here to be one of us. I mean, like I said yesterday, you know, Milwaukee has never had a Republican mayor. They don't know what it is. These Europeans, dude, were socialists. They were socialists because America and the Marshall Plan and, and being able dude, to, you know, pretty much to take care of their basic defense needs so that they can sit here and, and, and be able to dictate, you know, this kind of lifestyle, dude, on people and things like that. America doesn't work on that. And and, and we're, we're dying inside. We're dying inside, dude, because our own people have been told, dude, by all these other minority groups, dude, that, you know, because of the bad things that America has done, dude, over the decades, you know, that the chickens have come home to roost and, and they, they're eating us out, dude, from the inside like locusts. And, you know, I just wanted you to know that I'm not defeated. I am freaking angry. And, and, and every day, you know, it boils inside me when I sit here and I, and I see, you know, these, you know, the truth come out. And then there's a portion of our population that wants to sit here and say things like the Tucker Carlson J6 videos are deep fakes and all that stuff. Well, Hollywood created the deep fake This technology was made possible so that they can sit here and make these kind of enhancements to sit here and demonize us. Because when we get past the point. But well, there's no words. I mean, we're going to turn on our own people, and 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 you know, and some of it's justified.
2: Well, let me start out by saying that Marco, in terms of your frustration and boiling rage, you've got a lot of company out there because uh, I hear from them all the time. And, uh, you know, I I think what our country is doing, what our population is doing is they're making the same mistake the German people did under the Nazis. The Germans knew what was going on. They knew it was wrong, but their attitude was if I just stay quiet and, uh, don't get involved, then nothing bad will happen to me. And of course that was, uh, absolute ridiculous because they, they, lost their country and they wound up having to pay, uh, war reparations for decades afterwards. And, uh, uh, but I know that there are a lot of angry people out there. Like I said, I, I make a point of talking to people I meet just uh, you know every day, and uh, you know uh, uh, most of them don't know that I do the radio show, and they don't know about my website. And I'm just out there, you know, initiating conversations. And there is a lot of anger out there. Uh, and I'd like to remind you about what happened in Romania with the downfall of Ceausescu. Because a couple of weeks before it all came apart, if you'd been in Romania, looking around, you would have thought, well, everybody here seems to be okay with how things are being run. And then all of a sudden, uh, it just sort of boiled over and exploded. And two weeks later, Ceaușescu was machine gunned to death on Romanian national television. And we could see something happen that fast here. Uh, And, uh, you know, I'm hearing all this talk about uh, civil war, revolution, secession, and uh, it's very obvious that the American people uh, are wising up to what's going on. Polls are consistently showing they don't trust the corporate media anymore. They don't trust the government. Uh, a majority of people think that, yes, federal agents undercover uh, did cause the violence on January 6th. So they, they, they do know what's going on. They're, they're still not deciding what they're going to do with that knowledge or what they're going to do about it. Because that, that's, a, that's a really bad line to step over. You know, because uh, you you know then you know things get very dangerous.
13: I mean, I guess you know where I'm where I'm coming from with this is that you know when we have um, when, when we have when we have the things that are like happened to us you know last night you know I mean Tucker wanted to you know his producers and you know Fox News were at war. You could see dude that there was a point dude in Tucker Carlson's show last night where he cut back to himself you know because you could tell the hd quality is different you know when it's recorded and then when it's live and he basically said i'm going to get this out regardless of whether fox news does and i hope dude that tucker leaves dude because realistically you know if tucker leaves you know you know republicans and normie conservatives we'll see, you know, that their bread and butter has left. I mean, all the money, dude, that Tucker Carlson generates for Fox News, people that watched Fox, Fox News will, because Fox of him. Fox will
2: collapse. Fox will
13: collapse. And, and it would collapse. And not only that, man, you know, but, you know, we got to get through to these normies, dude, the best way that we can, you know, as it pertains dude, to the, you know, the, you explain to them the uniparty. Explain to them, you, you know, how, you know, You know, we didn't vote for this, dude, when we voted for Trump. dude, In 2015, you know, I keep saying this, and I can't beat it to death, dude. We called for reformation of the Republican Party, and it just seems like that the Republicans, dude, are going and siding with the Democrats because they want to control over us. They don't, they're afraid of, you know, the American Revolution, you know, this, this, this. Um, okay. idea uh, that we are not the policemen of the world, this idea, dude, that, that we want representative and self-governance. And, you know, we are tired dude, of, of having, you know, these, you know, people do just come here and claim asylum, dude, just because they don't have, you, you know, the cleanest clothes or, or, you know, you know, you know, the trendiest food or even the opportunity to get a car. That's not our problem. I mean, most of these people that are coming into our country were bums in their own country, dude. Because a doctor in in Bolivia, dude, is going to stay a doctor in Bolivia. He's not coming over here, dude, because he knows, dude, that he could survive whatever economic climate there is because he has the skills, dude. These people, dude, you know, that are coming here, you know, are are, are the the scraps, dude, of that nation. And and everybody understood, you know, what foreign policy really was. You know, that it was, you know, a country's dictator saying to another country's dictator, you know, if you don't want these people, dude, on your lawn, give us money. And all that stuff. And that's what it is. We've been held hostage for decades over this. And and the very idea of amnesty, the very idea, dude, of allowing anything more. I mean, what were the issues of 2015? The issues of 2015 were to find marriage, to stop the illegal immigration, you know, to build the wall. I mean, I mean, basically, you know, undo, you know, everything, get us out of war. I mean, our our troops were sitting in Iraq for almost 20 years and and they deserve to be able to come home and enjoy time with their families. I mean, I know people who have spent more than 15 years in Iraq and things like that, constantly going back and never being able to just watch their kids grow up or anything like that. You know, I, a lot of times, you know, I get so angry, dude, that, I, that it's like a hundred words per minute, and a lot of people can't understand me, and things yeah. like that, but when when I have mm-hmm. the opportunity, you know, to be able to slow down with you a little bit, and and try to rein in some of my, you know, passion, or, or the anger, dude, you know, I I'm, I do want you to know, you know, that I respect you, your time, and I respect everybody's time here, and, and, and w- this is the greatest audience, dude. That there is. And, and it's sad, dude, that armies don't get to hear this. And, and it's because a lot of times, dude, they, they can't accept it. They can't accept, dude, that time has moved on. People aren't reading newspapers anymore. People aren't watching Fox News anymore because they realize that it's state-run propaganda, dude, on both sides. I mean, the neocons want to keep the war going. The neocons know, dude, that America's greatest, you know, export is putting the boots on somebody's neck, dude, a half a continent away, dude. As one of my CEOs once told me, dude, once in life. And, and, you know, truth in the matter is, is, is that, you know, the, the hardest thing, dude, is getting these people to look, dude. It's like that movie They Live, dude, another great movie, dude, that nobody talks about.
2: Yeah, that one I love. The big fight scene
13: between Roddy Piper and the guy, the African-American guy, to make him see the glasses. And that's, and that's what it is, making the normies see the glasses. And, and, and okay, with, well, being willing, Marco, dude, to get what, punched Marco? in the face.
2: Marco, uh, can I share a, a, a little advice with you? Uh, when you go on out and you try and talk to people about what's going on, don't overwhelm them with a lot of information because then their defense mechanisms kick on in, and uh, you you do need to be very calm uh, and 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 not get you know uh, out you know outraged uh, because uh, they'll turn off there as well. Uh, the the real Talent, uh, the real skill of being a rabble rouser is knowing what the rabble is ready to hear and what they're not ready to hear. And, uh, y- you know, uh, again, one piece of yeah. truth at a time uh, or their defense mechanisms kick on in. It
13: just seems like it's such a slow, tedious process, dude. That just it is. Statues. It's been 30 years, but as,
2: we are making progress. I mean, uh, again, looking at the poll numbers about how many uh, Americans distrust the Congress and the media, uh, yeah, it's a slow process, but it, it is working. Or and, they wouldn't be I want to believe, about, I wanna believe know, the, with the, all uh, my heart, man. First Amendment.
13: And, and I thank you every day dude, that you're here, man. I mean, this is such a great resource, and, and normies just do not understand what a great resource this is, and all that, man. And, and the worst part is is that, you know, like it says in the Bible, dude, innocent people die, perish through the lack of knowledge. But, you know, yes. other than that, I just wanted to say thank you, and
2: I want to give another caller a chance. Have a good night. All right. Well, thank you very much here, and we're going to go to Pat in Texas. Hello, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind?
12: Well, I don't think it's innocent. Uh, it's uh, it's because they didn't receive God it's, it's in that scripture. <laughs> okay. But, but um, and Marco, I, I wish he would just go to Washington from Alabama. I mean, if you could jackhammer him after hours, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's taken his life in his hands, I guess, but, you know. That's what he's well, advocating you know, we're, we're all at
2: varying degrees of risk, and you know I yeah. agree with the uh sentiment that Tucker Carlson better check six as often as he can.
12: yeah, I know what you said and and I called for something else, but uh I was sitting here and and uh this I found this twenty fourteen cartoon by somebody named uh r j m a t s o n and the Statue of Liberty, Liberty has on a hazmat suit, and, and, and she's sitting down, and it says closed, quarantine, And it, and it says uh, uh, there's two people there on Ebola uh, patrol, a vote, and they got on hazmat suits. And it said there's no need for every anyone to panic. We've got that covered. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you know... They, they've been throwing all these diseases at us all along, but there's a God. Uh, the doctor and his nurse that, that got the Ebola from Africa, uh, yes. and he's a member of the church right a few blocks down the street, and he built up immunity back when every university was a real place, you know, a hospital, and and they well, you know, Pat,
2: Pat, there are different strains of Ebola. Uh, of different severity uh Ebola restin uh, will turn monkeys into just melted goo uh but has no effect on human beings. The other end of the spectrum is Ebola Myinga, which has a fatality rate of about ninety five percent
12: well i I didn't know that much Michael <laughs> yeah but anyway uh he he ended up giving his blood to anybody that had any symptoms, and that that was a cure. So God has a cure, uh, but uh, we have to submit to him. But mainly I call about Mitch McConnell.
2: Yeah, uh, Um, okay.
12: Yeah, well, everybody's blaming Trump for the uh, derailment uh, problems over there because uh, under Obama, uh, they had oil train safety rule. It was called uh, PHMSA, which is uh, Pipelines Hazardous Material Safety Administration, and yes. they required electronically controlled pneumatic brakes. Uh, the DOT determined that uh, the expected benefits in implementing uh, the electronically controlled brakes, uh, pneumatic uh, brakes, uh, <clears throat> would would not exceed the uh associated costs for the uh what we're seeing right now so yeah, what else the railroad
2: industry was lobbying against that
12: well uh under Trump, he he let he let elaine chow uh, mcconnell's wife stay in the dot and she is the one who had all of that done uh and and uh and uh the uh uh department of transportation uh uh people overlooking that i forgot what they call themselves but anyway um pat pat um, i'm
2: sorry to do this we're almost out of time and i got two more phone Mm -hmm. calls i need to get to and uh so thank you very much for the phone call and we're going to go to al in canada hello al welcome to the show what's on your mind al in canada Okay. Did we lose Al? Now I am. Oh, there you are. I oh, can okay. hear you now, right, Mike? Okay. Uh, okay. little technical difficulty there. What's on your mind? Hey,
14: Mike. Um, Marco, that was a great call. Um, just really quickly, I'd like to suggest that instead of him using normies, use something like centrists or something like that. People are easily affected yeah, uh, nowadays, you Yeah,
2: normies, know? that, that, that seems derogative.
14: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's categorizing and uh, derogatory. So, I mean, we're all categorized some way or another. Anyway, um, concerning this uh, this Chuck Schumer rat that uh, that he's, you know, someone, one of your callers referred to. I, I watched that video, Mike, and and here's what I took away from it. He accused. Tucker Carlson, of cherry-picking videos, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And he always said the United States' democracy, and it's not. He even went as far as to say an experiment in democracy. And no, the United States is not an experiment in democracy. It's an experiment in self-government. Yes. Like a monarchy. So there's so much... uh, uh, liberal crapola in everything that that guy says. You, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, like he's not all,
2: even. You know, uh, the January 6th Commission uh, <clears throat> has been cherry picking uh, the videos that we've seen for the last couple of years, uh, and, and so editing. now when when Tucker Carlson, you know, shows excerpts, and all of a sudden cherry picking is a bad thing. But the real the yeah. the real issue here is the Brady Rule. All these prosecutors of all these January 6 protesters violated the Brady rule, and uh, you know the the prisoners should be released immediately, or at least immediately get new trials.
14: Yeah, but but what what really blows my mind though, Mike, is how he gets away with saying stuff like the United States is a democracy. Um. An ex- the United States is an experiment in democracy.
2: Well, how technically does he get away with saying
14: stuff like that? Yeah, that should be corrected like
10: right away.
2: Well, the, the the whole the reason they use the word democracy is to try Not and the reassure the American people they still have some say in how the government is being run, uh, even though that's now an illusion.
14: Yeah, well, same as up here. The cat's out of the bag, right? Yeah, big money is invested. Who was it that wanted to take uh, b- big money out of uh, uh, elections? It was just like, it, within the last two days. I can't remember.
2: Uh, Someone called for <clears> it. <throat> doesn't board. ring a bell.
14: Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's all I got, Mike. I appreciate your time.
2: Good all time, right. Marco. Well, thank, Thanks. Thank you very much. And we're going to go to Dan in Washington State. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh,
5: just wanted to point out, you know what's even more dangerous than criminals and lower-class immigrants, it's the educated, high-class immigrants, like the ones that worked at Twitter, that were censoring people's free speech. So what's happening is, especially with Indians, they're bringing in a a management class that basically hates, or, you know, it's very easily turned against the average American through racism or anti-white propaganda but yeah i mean the uh you know indian americans have got discrimination in their favor since like the 1960s they were they got affirmative action they got uh small business grants now they're 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 basically fast-tracked into these high-tech companies like microsoft and so we're we're importing basically a managerial class to displace the white middle class, you know, or ruling class. And then these people, like I said, they they don't have respect for freedom of speech and all this stuff. They haven't been here long enough. They could care less. It's about the money. and uh, that's what I see I see too. that's basically all immigration at this point is a danger. Uh, the, well you know, uh, it, it, I, I think not some criminals I
2: you know? think legal immigration is a good thing. You get to control who is coming into your country, make sure there'll be a benefit to society. but open borders and this mass of illegal immigration, it's flooding our country with fentanyl, it's exhausting our economy and our natural resources, and uh, you know crime is going through the roof. Uh, anyway, Dan, thanks an awful lot. We're going to grab one more quick call before the end of the show. Ed in Florida, what's on your mind today?
15: Hey, Mike, I just want to let you know about uh, what's going on in the news down here. Our Orlando Sheriff, which is a county south of me, but Orlando Sheriff has really come out in favor of the Scots gun grab. And this Sheriff is preaching no guns for 20-year-olds today, no guns for 20-year-olds tomorrow, no guns for 20-year-olds forever. And I think that, you know, this is what it's really bad that we have to fight. And I don't know where DeSantis is coming down because DeSantis hasn't stopped him. I, I'm going to let you know in the future, but this is a big fight we're having right now in Florida because the biggest gun-grab in history has happened under Scott. And, you know, the the sheriff right down in Orlando is really preaching that, hey, we want to stop it there, and then when it's going to come next, it's going to be over 80 and then up to 26. Where does this <laughs> gun-grab stop? And yeah. this guy reminds me of Wallace, man. None today, none tomorrow, none forever.
2: All right. Well, Ed, the music is playing there, and I'm going to have to let you go. The show is over. And uh, stay tuned for the uh, National Intel Report. William Repelham is taking the microphone. Please share the uh, republicbroadcasting.org. Uh, spread the word about whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to donate. We need your help during these times when independent media is under constant attack. We'll be back tomorrow. Aloha, America.
10: will conclusively prove george soros's role in orchestrating the pandemic but first dear patriots the truth train
6: has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard now you may think you know the story now it's like i always say there's a whole lot of out there so i'd like
0: to give soros
10: Pelosi, 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 the Zionists, the Mexican, 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 the Snowflakes, Snowflakes and, Snowflakes,
3: and, and oh, Stay strong, Stay strong, truth, strong tellers.
5: truth tellers. Stay strong. you, and we'll
9: listening to RBN in defense of the republic
14: You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth